subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Hello, ninjas from around the globe. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Ninja Selling Podcast. I'm Matt. He's Garrett. And welcome, everyone. If you're new to the podcast, we appreciate you joining us. We would love for you to let us know how you found the podcast inside our Facebook group. Head over to uh, Facebook, type in the Ninja Selling Podcast, find our group, hop in there, answer some questions, and let us know how you found the podcast because we appreciate everybody who's sharing it out there. We're loving the interaction that happens with the community that is built off of this, which is just an amazing surprise to both of us. And we're so super grateful for it. So we just love to hear how y'all kind of found your way to us, if that makes sense, right? You want to add on to that, Garrett? You're smiling at me. You did a great job, man. That was really smooth. I liked it. No, man, I think we should just jump in and get going. Good morning, everyone. All right. Let's dive into our topic then, which is a good one, Garrett. You brought this one up, and I think this is a great time of year to be talking about the fundamentals of what can help accelerate catching the fish in the pond that you're fishing in, or maybe moving to a new pond or however you put it. You you present this topic because you explained this so well to me, and I just kind of butchered it there to kick it off. This again, as so many things, Matt, came out of coaching. I was coaching this last week and looking at people's different businesses. And you know, I was having a conversation about one person about the amount of success they were having in a marketplace that they were working in. And then there was another person that was talking about a listing that they had, and it was just sitting there just dead in the water and trying to figure out what was wrong with it. And do we reduce the price? You now, what do we do with this? And my number one thought that always comes into my, my mind is, are there any fish in the pond? It's kind of like the first thought that I have. And so first off, let's go down the listing here for a second, but then I want to transition back over to a database thing, because I think the majority of the meat of this for people is going to be around database. But what kind of got me thinking about this was this listing sitting here. And it was funny, the more that I asked questions, the more I was finding out that there weren't any fish in the pond. And when there's no fish in the pond, which means there's no buyers actively out there, that means when they start talking to all the other listing agents and they start researching and asking more questions or they start looking at the showing you know, information for other homes, they're walking around going, there aren't any showings happening. There aren't any people out here writing offers. There aren't any, there's no activity. There's no fish. It doesn't matter what your bait is. I can go to any pond, any lake, any river, have the tastiest of tastiest bait for the fish, launch it out there into the water. And if there's no fish, guess what? You are going to go home hungry. You are going to go home eating the bait because that's all you got. It's a good way to put it. I like that. That's all you got. And I think it's really important. And that's what got me thinking about this. As I started going down this line going, I'm watching these marketplaces where people are going, do I reduce the price? What do we need to do? The things that we have to do differently to this house. And it's like, you got to wait for some fish to come swimming through here because as of right now, you can waste a lot of time. Transitioning then, Matt, is where this all came down to a topic today for the podcast, which is then is like watching an agent that's transitioned to a new marketplace. And the more I was asking questions, they were going down all these aspects of farming and how, you know, how to build in more homes and addresses. And I'm like, no, you need more people. Your database, if you look into your, you know, whatever you're using, every name in there is a fish in the pond. And if you've got this big old pond up there and you only know 10 people in it or 25 people in it, like we have a problem. 
that's not enough people. As you start to build more and more relationships every single time, it's like the the hatchery coming and dropping in a whole bunch of new fish. It's like, wow, look at this thing grow. And there's active ways to grow database, to add more fish into the pond. And Matt, that's what I'm curious to talk to you about today is like, how does this affect people? And I'm sure you've seen this too, because the minute I brought it up, you're like, this is a good topic. It's great for this time of year too, because a lot of people will look at their database and say, hey, I got this many people in it. And it's the same number of people every year, but they're not adding to it. And it's like, well, that that number is not accurate because our database does atrophy every single year. We say in Ninja, it's probably about 15%, which means if you have a 200-person database, you have to replace 30 people every year just to keep it the same size. And I think for some people, it could be more than that every year. Certainly, depending on what your market is like, are you listing a lot of homes where people are leaving the market because that's a database person that's kind of still in your database, but they're probably quickly going to exit at some point. And you have to look at, well, what what pond are these fish a part of? So when you look at your database too, it's like, all right, I have all these people, but where are they? Are they where I'm fishing? Or am I talking to a pond that I'm not fishing in kind of thing. And I know that sounds weird, but this is, goes into your analysis of your database and, and everybody hopefully has their business plan done by this point. And you're starting to think about, okay, now how do I execute that and also meet new people or attract new people through the best way to build a database, which is referrals from your existing database. Because every referral you get is a new person into your database plus a piece of potential business, which is amazing. Well, Matt, you just 15% is the number that we use for uh, basically a depreciation of a database every single year. And I think a really good point that you just brought up is take a look at your marketplace because we just went through the third great migration. We had people shift all over the United States and it wasn't equal where they all moved to. It's not like everybody just said like, okay, everybody shift 50 miles this direction and everybody just like shifted around. Didn't work that way areas like Boise, Idaho just got loaded with new people. Like (laughs) very few people left. Lots of people came in. Other areas saw more people leave than coming in and and taking those spots. And if you're in one of those areas that you had a good amount of people shift out and we did have some new people come in, the shifting out is the concern. Again, I'm going to use like a Boise or a San Francisco. Boise had lots of people come in, not for many people shift out. A San Francisco had lots of people shift out and lots of people come in. It's not that all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of vacant homes sitting out there. Massive shift in that marketplace. Your database might have taken a beating through that time. You might have done, and I we are hearing it, Matt, a lot of people going like, man, I've got a lot of one-sided transactions I'm doing. I'm helping people sell, but I'm not helping them buy. And then I would talk to another marketplace where they're like, man, I have a lot of one-sided helping a lot of people sell who are coming in. And then there's those others that were doing a lot of two-sided transactions in their town, helping people move around. I think it's a really important thing to take a inventory of this time of the year, uh, acknowledge who your people are, who you still have, and then, man, you better get into an active space of adding people into your database and getting creative about adding people in. I usually suggest, Matt, people need to add anywhere between on the low side, two people, two people per week. If you can add two people per week, well, that's maybe a little higher for a lot of people. That's a hundred people. A hundred people a year. But think of that, it's a hundred people a year in one year. Well, how many of those people that you meet actually go into your database? I think is part of it too, right? Think about it. You go to a new gym, 
and you meet you know, 15 people off the bat because you're going to a gym class. How many of those people actually make their way into your database? Not all of them. No way. And I think that's part of it too, is acknowledging what does that database really look like. But if you want to be growing your business, if you're an active person who's saying, I want my business to be better next year than it was this year, I think two people per week is a really good number to, to shoot for. If you want to go into like major growth mode, like you really want to put the hammer down. I coach a lot of people that you're in the four person per week mode, which is a full-time job in itself. But it's like going to the hatchery, scooping out a whole bunch of new trout, dropping them in the pond, being like, every day I'm throwing four new trout. Every week I'm throwing four new trout in this awesome pond that I have. And at some point, it's impossible not to catch fish. Yeah. At first glance, thinking about what you're saying is is aggressive. But like, if you're sitting there and you're saying, I got no fish in my pond, you're at a database of like 20 people, you do need to be adding at that pace if you want to see outrageous growth in your business. And so the next question that I hear people asking in my head, because that's the only other voices that exist right now, are, okay, Garrett, great. Where do I go find two to four people a week to add into my database? And how do I truly get them into my database? Great. I can go down to the grocery store and have conversations with random people, but that's not really adding people to my database, is it? I had somebody one time and they said, okay, I'm talking to a massive amount of people right now. Like I'm just, and they, their numbers were off the chart. And the more and more I dug down, I found out that they were going and working at the soup kitchen. And I said, okay, great volunteer work, by the way. I 100% support going and working at the soup kitchen. Adding those people necessarily into your database every single day may not be the best place that we need to be spending our time. There are certain places you can go to to add in high quality people. By the way, open houses are tremendous places in a lot of areas right now. You want to add people into your database that are actively good people in your network and in your marketplace. Open houses are wonderful. If you have kids, get involved in their worlds. They are surrounded by people. It's like the best social experiment ever is to look at like during those timeframes of having kids that are about the age of, how old's Victoria right now? Three and a half. Oh, she's right. You're just getting into the swing of it. Three and a half going up to like, you know, middle of high school. There are so many opportunities if you just step into it to meet and grow so many people that have like and common interests with you. I mean, I've seen also just hobbies, mountain biking, sports, getting out and playing pickleball. Pickleball is one of the best ones I've seen so far right now. And I'm so excited to get super fast growing sport. It's huge. I really like it. There are incredible opportunities if you have interest in those types of sports. That's where you should be adding your fish into your pond out of. Like These are people that have like and common interest with you. I think there's actually more opportunities than we're willing to acknowledge. I think it's very easy, especially with what we went through through 2020, 2021. A lot of us kind of stepped out of that role of like getting involved and being around a lot of people. And there's more opportunities than you think. You just need to step into those roles. The first part is acknowledging that this is a people business. You know, a lot of people look at this as, oh, I need to find more transactions. I need to find more, you know, houses to list and and people who will buy houses. But if that's what you're focused on, if you're focused on the lead, you know, then you're going to have a really tough time adding people into a, a database who are going to be productive for you because now we're capturing people at the moment they're talking to 10 or 11 other realtors. They're on all the email lists and everything and we have to sift through that. Now, Great opportunity there too to add differentiation and get attention. But 
man, that's a tough game. That is a fast way to burn out if you're running a ninja-based business versus getting out and just meeting people and looking for those opportunities to add value and engage in conversations. Now on the back end, and this could be a topic for another episode, and we've done some episodes on this, having systems that are ready to go for people who do talk to you about real estate, whether it's an 8 by 8 or having your real estate reviews dialed in or however you onboard people into your autoflow so that that stuff's ready to rock and roll when those people that you're engaging all of a sudden talk to you about real estate. It's awesome. Now I have an opportunity to add them to this system that's going to bring them a lot of value. It's always got to bring value. And now they're in my real estate world too. It's fantastic. And now we have a true person in our database that we can look at and say, great, now we can start to measure You know, when we talk about, hey, depending on the number of people in your database, this is the opportunity that's there. But it's we really got to look at who's really in the database. And those are people who are engaged in some of our systems and processes. And we are in flow with, not just, I met Garrett today. Awesome. He's in my database. All of a sudden, that boosted my opportunity. And well, not so fast. You just met Garrett. We got to get him into your database, which means we got to talk to him again. We have to find that opportunity to build that relationship, which, as you said, Garrett, doesn't take a lot of time and there's a lot more opportunity to do it than we think. I think we just get scared and nervous because it's uncomfortable to interact because we've developed technology in all these ways that can allow us to avoid human interaction, which is the key to success in real estate. I mean, it is the key, whether you're buying leads or whatever it is, like at some point you have to interact with a human being and learn about them and add value in order to help them transact. And a little incentive, Matt, to adding new people into your database. One of the the gifts of adding somebody new in is they get a new fresh program of who Matt Benelli is. They don't have any preconceived notions of who Matt is. They don't remember Matt as the guy who ran the real estate company up in New Jersey. They have no knowledge of any of this stuff. All they see is Matt. And hey, what does Matt do? Matt's a real estate agent right here in this moment in time. They don't remember you as a teacher. They don't remember you as a police officer. They don't remember you as a firefighter. They don't have any of this baggage of who you are. And I love meeting people for the first time because you get this moment to like, Put a stamp on of how this person is going to see you. How are they going to know who you are? What are they learning about you? And that brand sticks with you for a lifetime. That initial meeting is something that people just hang on to. And they go, this is the package of how I know who this person is. That's why I love new people in the database so much. And some people run from it. And I'm like, they're strong. They're strong referrals. They are strong with coming and using you if they need help or have questions because you are that person for them. That's that's all they know about you. Does that make sense? Or I confuse that. It makes perfect sense. And, and you and I have talked a lot about that before too. And it's a common conversation around coaching clients, particularly ones who are transitioning from one career into real estate, which is most real estate agents. And it's well, you know, they know me as this person. We should start with the database of the people that we know, right? And there is a way to transition them from knowing Garrett as the brewmaster to Garrett as the realtor. You like that title? I'm like, I kind of don't want to lose the brewmaster. Like, can I hold on to that one? <laughs> <laughs> there is a way to help people transition to that. And that's a whole nother conversation. But it is great when you get to meet somebody new and they're like, Hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm in real estate. I'm a real estate agent. I help people buy and sell homes. I help people achieve their dreams or whatever, however you want to describe it. And it's like, Oh, cool. That's what you do. They're not going on LinkedIn and looking at your past history. 
even if they do, they're just like, oh, cool. There's other experience there. Garrett knows how to make a really damn good beer too. Sweet. That's the realtor that I want to work with. When they're talking to their spouse later on and they're like, oh, did you get a chance to meet Matt? Oh, yeah, he's a real estate agent here in town. Like, They only have so many points of reference that they can share who you are with the people that they know that it doesn't get all muddied up. Again, new people to the database are brilliant. Here's something I should just add on to that, Garrett. Like When you look at your business plan, you still have opportunities to make tweaks. And so if there are certain events that you want to go to or that where you see, hey, there's prime database building opportunities with the type of person that I want to get to know, put into your business plan, getting a ticket to that event, buy the ticket to the event, go to the event, talk to people. If it's a multi-day event, go every single day to the event and get to know the people and have a program to follow up with them after that in a way that adds value and builds relationships, not in a way to spam them with real estate. But I just wanted to add that in before we go back to our pond that now has fish in it. This whole thing started, Matt, because again, we watch people all the time that are wondering why they're maybe not getting results, why they're not getting as many results as they want. And you know, one of the simplest ways is just to go back and take a look at you know how many fish are swimming around in this thing here right now. And then again, the next part, Matt, is, is how are we interacting with these fish in this pond? So it's like, we can put all the people in there. We watch people with great big databases. They got ponds that are well-stocked. And it's like, your line's not even in the water. <laughs> you can't catch any fish. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen that before, too. Oh, I got I got 2,000 people in my my CRM. Great. Yeah, I'm doing 20 deals a year. What? Wait, what? <laughs> 20 deals off of 2,000 people? That's it? We can change that for sure. We got to look at the bait. We got to look at your cast. We got to look at how you're reeling them in. I don't really know much about fishing, but hopefully that all is part of it. I know a lot about fishing. And so my brain keeps going down analogies that probably mean nothing to anybody else out there, but I'm going to do it no matter what. I think it's interesting because like I've fished in ponds before where you don't have that great a bait and you're looking for that one fish or that might be that there might be a whole school of fish. I've done this where like there's a whole bunch of salmon in the river and they line up stacked in the river. You can see them in the water and you don't have the right bait. And you could take that bait that you do have and drag it right in front of their nose, like literally walk it right in front of them. And they're just like, yeah, I'm not moving for that. It's not worth it. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to swim, do my thing. And you just keep trying. And every once in a while, one will just kind of like reach over and grab it. And you got to be right at that right moment to be like, boom, got one. You're taking that fish in. On the flip side, if you go into the ocean in Hawaii, if you ever want to experience this, it's, it's a fascinating thing. In the ocean, go scuba diving, go snorkeling, bring a bag of peas with you, frozen peas. All you have to do is take a little handful of frozen peas. You, if you want to terrorize your kids, you can do this to your kids. Throw the peas right around your kids. <laughs> Don't do this, by the way. My wife is traumatized of this part of the ocean because of her father. Throw the peas out there and you will watch the ocean come alive. Like All of a sudden, it starts to boil with fish. Because they love it. You have something they love. You have something that's attracting them. They're excited about it. They, they see the value in it. And I think that when you look into your database and you look at all the activities that you're putting into this, this big school of fish that you have, you can see them all there. Start looking at it as, do I have activities? Do I have interactions like the peas to the fish in the ocean that makes the water boil, that makes all of a sudden all this energy come to life in here? Because when you do... That's where we see miracles start to happen out of people's databases, where we see tons of business unlock. 
not all baits the same. Not all ponds are the same. Not all rivers are the same. You got to understand what you're dealing with. You have to understand who your people are. Every one of you out there has a unique database of unique people. My database is very different than Matt's database. Matt's database is very different than, you know, I can look at all my friends and look at, well, who are their close groups they hang out with? They're all very different. Different things attract all these different people. This is part of running a successful business. It's part of running a successful referral-based business. And again, we just need to slow down, take a look, go down Garrett's crazy analogy of fishing, run it through your database, see what you got going on. But it's something that more people need to do. And again, everybody's in different spots out there. There's some of you that have this really well-built database, tons of fish in the pond. You need to figure out how to interact with them better. The ones of you that don't have any fish in there, you need to figure out how to stock the pond. And you got to be honest with what are you working with? Because I think there are illusions of a stocked pond versus not and and what that means, you know, and we've had these conversations before too. It's like, oh yeah, I got a huge warm list. It's like, yeah, it's all these leads that came in. It's like, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Have you ever met these people? No? Okay, we got to talk about that. So I think be honest with what your database looks like. Now is a great time to be thinking about that because maybe you have some holiday parties that you'll be attending or just conversations that you'll have with people that can provide the opportunity for introductions to other people, not necessarily for real estate, but for common likes and interests because you're going to be engaging with people. Go to the neighborhood party. I'm really excited. We have in our neighborhood a Christmas party and a New Year's party that we get to attend and it's like for everybody. So it's going to be so much fun to just talk with people that I don't talk to very often, meet some new people that maybe I haven't met who've moved in, and also then the friends that get invited who don't live in the neighborhood. And look at those opportunities and say, hey, I'm going to go have some fun. I'm going to get to know people and I'm going to stock my pond. I'm going to leave there with a bag of fish that I'm going to get to throw into my own pond and get to learn about them and understand the value so that then I can put the right bait. I can bring the right value to that group of people so that when the time comes and they need my expertise, they're going to ask me because they also know who I am too. Make sure there's water in the bag when you're the fish in the bag. Take them to your pond. Otherwise, you have dead fish when you get back to your pond. All right. That's enough analogies. Uh, Matt, are we good? <laughs> I think we're good. All right. Everybody, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today. Matt and I always enjoy hanging out with all of you. If you want to go check out what we have for coaching opportunities, go check out on the Ninja Selling website. You can go to coaching. You can check out all of our wonderful coaches we have there. See if there's one that interests you. Amazing people that we have that we get a chance to work with every day here at Ninja. So you can go that route. You can also go check out the installations. If you haven't been to an installation, if you want to learn more about what Ninja is all about, that is your number one place you can go to to get the knowledge that you need to implement this into your business and into your world. Until then, I just appreciate everybody. I'm so happy that we're uh, able to be with you today. And uh, until next time, we'll be back. Until next time. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.